all you scaredy cats and kittens and welcome to the two scaredy cats podcast where we talk about all things strange unusual and paranormal we're your hostess with the mostess i'm stacy and i'm kara so kara what did you do this uh for thanksgiving i will i know you came and visited us but like what uh, else did you do yeah i know but anything no, else really. happened over the past couple weeks i mean we got a cat Oh, yes, you yeah, did. Tell everybody what your cat's yet. name is. Her name is yeah. Midna. Hopefully she will be And what be is that from? It's from a video game. And Legend of vid- Zelda. Okay. Twilight Princess. And mm-hmm. she is the Twilight Princess. Well, that's cool. Is she adjusting well? Yeah. She's that's super good. chill. We're surprised she kind of adjusted so well. That's good. I mean, it's not bad. Yeah. She's needy. She needs mm-hmm. attention all the time. I think that's the way most animals are. I know, but she just wants to cuddle all the time, and she needs to know where I am, and she, she gets, like, annoyed, and she'll be, like, meowing because she can't find me, and I'm like, oh, my God. She's always <laughs> under my feet. Does not matter where I go. She will follow me around, and she does not – as of right now, she doesn't really like Mario. Really? She seems Interesting. just tolerate him. She was laying on him last night, so we're hoping, you know – That's a sign that she's going to sign that maybe she's just – Warming up. Just – it, no, normally, but it's only when I'm near him. She doesn't like him if I'm not near him. <laughs> That's funny. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like trying everything to get her to like warm up to him. Have she you tried having him me. give her some treats maybe to woo her over? Yeah, maybe. Try or that. That usually maybe works. Maybe if he gives her a wet food. She loves that wet food I got. Well, there you go. Give Have him feed it to her and see if she doesn't start responding in a more positive way to him. Um, oh, did you see the video that was um, all over the interwebs that came out of, um, I want to say it was England or Australia or somewhere, about the sheep that have been in a, like in a giant circle for like seven days or what? 12 days in a row? Yeah. What? That sounds it, Yeah. Cool. They can't figure out what's going on or why this... They're just standing yes, in a circle? Remember, That's so didn't ominous. Didn't we talk about this, though? I thought on one of our podcasts, I swear, or an episode, I thought we talked about it in an episode about it, hap- it oh. happened before, where the sheep were, um, it, or some type of animal was like, in, but yeah, they're all in a giant circle, and they can't figure out why, and they won't move. They just, like, stay in the circle. That is so uh, It strange. is very odd, and, like, they're trying to figure out what's going on and why this phenomenon's happening, but it's it's crazy. I remember the goat when they would like lick the sides of mountains. That was a meme. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you remember the uh, the licking the yes, salt meme? Yes, jeez. And they would hang off yes, the side of the mountain by yes. the toes. <laughs> Goats are weird. They're crazy animals. <laughs> I love that. Well, you know what just came out? Goat Simulator Three. <laughs> okay, I didn't even know there was a Simulator One or Two. I love the. Well, actually, there's. It's funny. There's not a sim, goat similar too. They skipped straight from one. Oh, to that three. is kind of funny. Why'd they do that? Just didn't. I, probably just uh, a joke. As a joke. That's funny. Because everyone's like, I don't even remember that one. It's like because it didn't exist. <laughs> I want to play it, but none of my friends want to play it. I'm so disappointed. So just play it by yourself. No, because it's, it's no fun, fun when you do friends. it by yourself. You can like. You can like when you're a goat. You can like. 
there's like a whole thing where you can become like a part of the Illuminati. It's like oh a whole my side quest gosh, the are you serious right now? That is messed <laughs> yeah. up. I know. I want to play it just so <laughs> I can be part of the Illuminati. A part of the Illuminati. Yes, and uh. I'm like, why are the goats a part of the Illuminati? <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Oh, uh, who knows? People are strange. I, don't know. I really want to play it. Let's see. <laughs> All right. Okay, you ready? I guess. Well, this is our Christmas episode. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. Christmas. Some spooky Christmas legends. We have not yet talked about Krampus on our podcast. So we will. I'm going to be covering it. And I honestly learned some stuff I didn't know about Krampus. Because I feel like the movies about him aren't quite as faithful to his uh, upbringing, his (laughs) origin story. So. Yeah, his origins are like where it kind of came from because I mm. didn't realize some of this. So he is a horned anthropomorphic figure. Um, he typically has multiple horns. Um, uh, he has a forked, long forked tongue, and he carries a basket on his back uh, that he uses to kidnap children. Oh, okay, nice. And he some some drawings of him. He has a pitchfork, and then there and he normally carries around um, some sticks. To, for some fun activities. <laughs> oh my! Oh wait! You so, know what? Hold on! Wait! Hold for just a second. I just have some. I forgot to tell you this. The Dent Schoolhouse. Okay. You know how they put on? Are they doing a Krampus? Yes, thing? they are this year. They're turning all oh, the lights so cool. on the inside. They have it all lit up for Christmas, and then you can have your photo what? taken with Krampus. Yes. What? Yes. I, go I know. I'm like, oh my <sighs> god, Kara. So needs to come down here. We got to go do this. I want to come. We got to go do that. I'll have to find out what but it any- is. But anyway, go on. <laughs> anyway. Uh, he's a popular tradition in Austria, Bavaria, Bavaria, Czech Republic, and, um, Slovenia and Germany. Mm -hmm. Um, he's, so he assists Santa or Saint Nick, um, when they visit on December 5th, normally you think it's December 6th, it's not, uh, Krampus's day is specifically on December 5th, the day before Saint Nick comes. Yeah, doesn't he go and check to make sure the kids are being good in order for Saint Nick to leave a gift? So... Okay. Yeah. Good children receive gifts from St. Nick, mm-hmm. but the bad children receive punishment with, what? The, with birch rods and the children get beat with them. Oh my god. Or the really bad kids get kidnapped um, in the like the basket I was talking oh about. Oh my. And they're either brought to hell or they get eaten. Oh. Oh my oh god. That's, my, that's pretty dark. Good I grief. didn't realize it was so dark. I was like, Oh my lord, he's kidnapping these kids. Oh, that's crazy. So the term Krampus is supposedly comes from the Bavarian word Krampen, which is means dead or rotten. Ugh. Or it can also come from the German toward Kramp, which which is um means claw. Oh, so is that why we say Santa oh, Claus? Yeah, that's probably why. It, so yeah. Krampus is believed to originate from pre-christian times but like the 6th or 7th century but there was no written sources before the 16th century there's a lot of people believe Mm. he's from them but they don't have actual proof um tradition has it that he is the son of a norse god of the underworld hell Ooh, i didn't i never heard that before Mm. which i thought was interesting no, I didn't know that either. And, to, and during the 12th century, the Catholic Church tried to remove Krampus celebrations because of the devil-like resemblance. You know, the good old Catholic mm. Church trying to ruin all the fun stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so right. on December 5th, a night called Krampus Knot 
which means like Krampus run. People dress up as Saint Nick and then they pair up with someone dressed up as Krampus and they go to homes and businesses <laughs> and they offer gifts and then threats. <laughs> Playful oh, threats, okay. I should say. And then sometimes large groups will dress up, they'll just all dress up as Krampus and they'll run down the streets um, chasing people who just walk by with birch sticks and they'll basically chase them down and beat the, the heck out of them. Which is wild. Hmm. They will, <laughs> but yeah, they'll literally just chase you down and they'll beat you up with their, uh... and they'll even chase you inside places. So nowhere is safe. They will just chase you. Ooh. So a lot of work actually goes good. into the crafting of the Krampus masks. Um, traditionally, they're carved out of wood, and some will get put in museums on for display. They're really scary looking. <laughs> Uh, actually, so in huh. 1923 in Austria, Krampus traditions were actually banned by the fascist Christian social party for a little bit. But Krampus prevailed, and uh, <laughs> and uh, four years later, it got kind of revoked, and people started celebrating again. And they were actually handing out the pamphlets saying that Krampus is an evil man, which that's the point. <laughs> yep. uh, Krampus traditions have actually been made popular in the US uh, recently he's been appearing in shows like Supernatural and Colbert Report and some other stuff and there's video games he's been in um, he has mm -hmm. a movie and he does have some movies, movies about him yep. and then there, some cities in the US actually host the Krampus celebrations where like people dress up mm. and it, right. so there are some variations of it depending on, like, regional variations of the story. And in Syria, Krampus represent, mm -hmm. uh, presents families with a rootin bundle, which is a symbol to children to behave. It's kind of like a reminder, like, Krampus mm -hmm. is real, and he, if you don't, if you forget about him, it's like the naughty or nice thing about, like, Santa's watching, but instead it's, they give you these sticks. Right. So kids remember right. Krampus is real. <laughs> oh my god. Um, in <laughs> Cave del Prid Predial, um, an annual Krampus festival is held. Basically, before the sun sets, uh, Krampus comes out of a cave and he chases all the children. <laughs> I was like, that's interesting. Okay, that's and scary. Krosha, Krampus, Krampus um, wears a cloth sack and chains around his neck, ankles, and wrists. Children receive gifts from oh, wow. um, St. Nick with a gold branch, and Krampus will take the gifts and then leave a silver branch if they're bad kids. Naughty kids. Yeah, you don't want him mm. to do that. No, you sure don't. Does he beat him with the, the branch after he collects it? <laughs> Maybe. Because that's the whole thing, is he's like... <laughs> He punishes kids right. who are being naughty. It's kind of like, you know, how like they're like, oh, be good or you'll get a lump of coal. But this kind of takes right. you to another level. You're right. going to get beaten with level. a stick. Yeah. Or Jeez. worse, you get kidnapped and get eaten. Or you get sent to hell. Good yeah, God. I was like, oh my lord. These, <laughs> little these poor children are going to have issues when they get older if they believe in all yeah. this. I was like, right. Jeez. That's pretty intense. That's really dark. Yeah. Um, but that's what I have on Krampus. Okay, it's cool. Interesting. I didn't know like some of that stuff. Like I didn't realize he was with Saint Nick. Like there was a whole like pair up thing, either. and his day is like December fifth. Yeah. It's the day before. But then there there were also a lot huh. of um, and Krampus Christmas cards given out in like the eighteen hundreds. 
Really? Interesting. <laughs> yeah, like you would get these, it would hey, be like a Christmas scary. saying, but then you have like the creepy <laughs> Krampus drawing oh, on it. And nice. they were really popular to like trade and like give to people. Really? Okay, that's Which I, th- I think that's what I'm going to give you guys. I'm going to give everyone go. some Krampus oh, Christmas cards. I can't wait. I'm excited. <laughs> I He kind of reminds me of the other thing we we covered with the, um, remember the ghost yeah, the what is that? The called? with the skulls, the, horse skulls. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, Mary the Lloyd, Ma- Marlod, or whatever it was called. Mary Lou- yeah. Lloyd, or whatever. Yeah, it reminds me of that because, like, you know how people would go in their house and like, oh, and apparently, uh, this is another thing I I saw mentioned was apparently you it's good fertility if you get beat by Krampus. <laughs> what? <laughs> That sounds awful. It's supposed to be good for your fertility. I was like, what? Okay, now this is getting a little weird. A little weird. What does being beat by Krampus have to do with fertility? Oh, my God. Oh, wow. That's that's taking it to a whole new level. Yeah, I thought it was an interesting Christmas tradition. I think everyone should celebrate. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's coming up here in a few days. Uh, It is. This episode comes out, it'll be the second. Yeah. That's like three days away. You better, yep. you better lock your doors. You don't want Krampus coming in. Yep, exactly. <laughs> All right. What were you gonna? What are you covering All right. today? So I am covering the um, tradition or the legend of Frau Perchta, and she is called the Christmas Witch, or it translates to the Christmas Witch. Uh, she is known in the Alpine regions of southern Germany and Austria, but is unknown in North America. And there's probably a really good reason why we have never heard of her. Thank goodness. <laughs> so here's a little uh, bit about her. So she is known as Birchta or Bertha or the spring, the spinning room lady. She is often depicted with a beaked nose made of iron She dresses in rags, and she's usually carrying a cane or a broomstick, and generally resembles an old crone. So her story is that during the last three Thursdays uh, before Christmas, and these are also known as the the Betchel Nights or the Knocking Nights, um, it is said that she will fly through the night sky on on her wild hunt with her army of lost souls, and demonic-looking creatures called Perchton, which her, are her armies of servants looking, and they look identical to Krampus. And that's where I was telling you how this ties into Krampus a little bit, is her little demonic-looking uh, friends called the Perchton um, are actually this almost the same as Krump- Krampus, except they come at a different time than he does. So a little bit about uh, knocking nights. I'd never heard of this knocking nights, and it's actually a very big tradition in parts of Germany. So what happened are the last three Thursdays in December, she would, before Christmas, in these rural parts of Germany, children would dress up in masks, and they'd go door to door chanting rhymes that always start with the word knock. And that's how they came. Oh, weird. Yes. And that's how they came up with the name of knocking night. So once oh. they do that, they make noises going from one home to another and they carry like crackling whips, clattering dishes and ringing cowbells. Doesn't this sound 
very similar to the Marlod that we talked about, like you just talked about, and that we've talked about in a previous episode before, where they have these this parade and they all go from house to house. And this was supposed to drive away all the evil spirits so that they stayed away during the Christmas season. And each house would give the children treats of candy, coins, and fruit. So that's a little bit of backstory on the Knocking Knights and how it um, ties into our story about Frau Perchta. If the children were well behaved, then they would get a silver coin from her. But unruly children or women whose homes were messy because she hated messy homes, apparently she was a real stickler for messiness, would have their stomachs cut out by a long knife that she kept under her skirt. She would basically disembowel them and replace the insides with pebbles and straws. Legend has it that if you hear the wind and thunder roaring, um, if you hear the wind and thunder roaring and rumbling through the mountains on the Birchall night, then you're really hearing the sounds of Frau uh, Perchta leading the wild hunt with her little army minions of Perchton. Another tradition was for the family to eat a special porridge on these nights when she would show up on the three Thursdays before Christmas. The porridge, uh, they would set out a bowl for her and it had to be really hot and it had to have butter in it. Otherwise, she would get so enraged and upset that she would go ahead and disembowel your whole family. So (laughs) it's kind of scary. (laughs) Yeah, she's she's kind of a a crazy lady. Now, it's interesting to note that she also is kind of intertwined a little bit to also come around during the Epiphany. That's um, on January 6th when the three kings, you know, made it to Bethlehem to pay their respects to baby Jesus's birth. She's also known as this goddess of light in some different types of German legends and uh, folklore and her name in that was Holly which was a winter goddess and her name meant like shining and bright and hence the reason why it's celebrated on the night of the epiphany because remember the the shining star in the sky that they went and followed to find baby Jesus in the manger that's how she's kind of intertwined with the story and it's said that she actually um, met up with the three wise men on their travels And they asked her to come with them, but she turned them down and said she had to go clean her house. But she actually ended up later on going back with them. She regretted that and followed them and uh, went with them on their travel. Now, I don't know if that's true or not, but that's just a story that I had read about these legends of all this. That's really all I have on her. There wasn't a lot this time uh, about her, but like I said, she's an interesting one. Like, I don't know that I'd want to meet her in a dark alley or piss her off by not having the proper porridge in the bowl with the, you know, being hot and have butter in it. It's also said that she's like the spinning room lady. She was very big into like looms and spinning and stuff like that. And if you... It was said that uh, back then, the ladies of the house had to have all their spinning done by January 6th, which ties in with Holly, the winter goddess that comes on January 6th. If you were not finished with whatever it was you were making on the loom and Frau uh, Percha came and it wasn't done, she'd get pissed and she would either A, ruin your design that you were doing, your whatever you were making on the loom, she would destroy it or she would set fire to it. And if you really pissed her off because, you know, you hadn't done anything and you're supposed to have all this done and your house was a mess because you're a horrible. 
housekeeper <laughs> or whatever. Then she'd yeah. come in your room and disembowel you, you know, and all that. Oh, that's great. Yeah, right? Doesn't she sound like fun? Uh, so anyway, that's all I have of uh, Frau Perchta. Like I said, for the last three Thursdays in December, and that would be starting on December um, 8th this year, instead of using Elf on the Shelf to get your kids to clean their rooms, why don't you tell them instead that Frau Perchta will come and disembowel them in the night while they sleep if their room's not clean uh, before they go to bed? Yeah. So we have uh, two interesting uh, tales that we told you today about some of the other traditions of other countries. Uh, for Christmas and how we're all different and we all have different beliefs and that's okay. And maybe telling your kids that their insides are going to get shredded will help them clean their room instead of saying, you know, the (laughs) elf won't come and visit and bring you a gift if you don't clean your room. Or Krampus will kidnap you and eat you. Yeah. And yeah, throw you (laughs) in his little basket on his back. Yeah. Over the year. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Jeez. Telling you. No wonder why we've never heard of these stories. Because I don't know about you, I wouldn't be able to sleep at night during the holidays. I, I was bad like enough you had to, kids. right? It's bad enough you had to worry about Santa always, you know, checking in on you. He sees yeah. you when you're sleeping. He knows if you've been bad or good, yeah. right? I, that's kind of creepy if you think about it too. Yeah, that's Who thought of this? It was like, yeah, that's a good idea. This that's what I want to know. Or where do we even like? I mean. How do these things come to be? That's what I want to know. How do people come up with these ideas or stories? I mean, it's got to be based off some piece of truth. I mean, somewhere out there, there had to have been some person that resembled. Well, Saint Nicholas was real, and Krampus apparently follows Saint Nicholas around, which is which is interesting. (laughs) Right. I just it's fascinating. Somehow they got put together with a Norse god. Right, or the son of a Norse god. Right, I know. I like the Norse god part. I, I like, know. I'm just all from? I keep thinking is, all right. So it's like Thor was hanging out with Krampus, apparently, yeah. and we didn't know about it. Sounds unusual. Hopefully, everyone but has a good holiday, holiday season. Happy holidays. Yeah, happy holidays. Hopefully, y'all have a good New Year. From We're, us, um, you guys, going to be dark for the rest of December, but we will be back, and we'll be kicking it back off on Friday, January thirteenth. Wink, wink, Friday the 13th, and we'll be kicking off our season three. So mark your calendars when we, hopefully we can catch up so we don't record <laughs> the week of every time. Right, yeah. Also, in between then, we'll probably be posting some of our older um, episodes. Pick one that we both liked and we'll have it on the our Instagram page to help uh, help you get through the holiday season to deal with some of the madness that goes on. But yeah, we wish everybody a very happy holiday. And like I said, we'll be back for season three. We're going to use the time to do some research and to spend time with family and just have a little bit of downtime for a little bit. But we thank you all for listening and tuning in. Well, yep. And if you enjoyed our podcast today, follow us on Instagram at Two Scaredy Cats Podcasts. And please be sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It really helps the show get discovered. And tune in on Friday the 13th in January for a new episode. And to all our scaredy cats and kittens out there, remember, curiosity can kill these two scaredy cats.